Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I wanted to take this time to tell you about our sponsor for this month and Legacy Journal app. Have you ever had your kids say something that was so funny that you thought you would remember it forever only to forget what they said within a week? It's crazy how those precious moments in life that we think we'll always remember seems quickly slip and fade from memory. Let's not lose those memories. The Legacy Journal mobile app captures those stories, funny moments, and little lessons forever. You can add pictures, videos, and even audio files to tell your family's story. You can even send an email directly to the journal to write a more detailed story. This has been a great way to document some of the key moments we are sharing as a family. It's quick, it's easy, and it's super user-friendly. It has been great to read over some of the stories you've captured over the past few months. Don't let those photos on your phone get lost in a sea of white noise. Download the Legacy Journal mobile app and capture your family's story today. Legacy Journal is a freemium app that has a free and paid plan. We have partnered with Legacy Journal to give you 30 days of free access to their premium plan. Just visit LegacyJournal.app backslash over space 40 space fitness to get started today. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have with me uh, my new season co-star, Dr. Tom Waldorf. How's it going, Dr. Tom? Going great. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. So, Dr. Tom, let's uh, move on to our next topic, Um, just pain, pain in general. And I know we uh, spoke about like some of my issues with my surgeries and have a little more passion on the SI joint pain, if you could go into that too. But just you know, what a lot of your clients are seeing, what, you know, what kind of the things that you can help with? Well, I think as you uh, personally know, and and I'm sure are doing on training is how important the core is. Yeah. And, you know, like we were talking about previously about pelvic tilts and how it's amazing to me, people don't know what their pelvis is. No, they, they move from their hips They have no understanding of what the lumbar does or how the pelvis moves, how the muscles associated with that motion, how those work. And of course, you know, lifting and making sure your core is tight and all of these different things. We just don't, nobody learns this stuff. And, And so when you start talking about specific parts of the core, um, you know, I address that every day. Uh, and the biggest one is the sacroiliac joint. And, and people go, well, what about my low back? <laughs> yeah, because where you think all this pain is coming from. <laughs> right. They, they all think it's about the low back. And they, oh, I've got sciatica. I said, do you know what sciatica is? Well, no, but I have it. Yeah. I looked it up on Google. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I said, it's a little bit more complicated than that. But at the same time, it's not complicated. So as a chiropractor, my whole purpose is to get people moving. We're our saying is a better life through motion. And that's in anything. If you're a couch potato or if you drive all day long or you sit in the front of the computer all day long, if you don't move, your body atrophies. And that's just not muscle. That's the ligaments. That's the tendons. That's the bone. We have a major problem with osteoporosis. I mean, there's so much associated with inactivity. That's why I like our name, active life. You can't have life without activity and you can't have activity without motion. 
And so it's all, all connected. So when, when patients come in and say, um, I have um, sciatica or I have low back pain, uh, those are all associated with the base of the sacrum and the ileums that attach to that sacrum. And what's really complicated is the, the way, you know, I, when I go meet God, I'm going to ask him, what were you thinking? Yeah, come on. <laughs> because this joint is funky. It's not even a really a joint. It's just a real menagerie of entanglements of three bones together, layered with a bunch of ligaments and tendons, trying to hold the whole thing together. And it's not like, you know, your shoulder or your knee or even your hip where the leg goes into the hip where there's a nice solid piece of bone around it. The sacrum joint is held together in some respects, you think with duct tape and gum. And if you don't have an understanding of how to keep it moving and having good abdominal strength, good flexors, good glutes, good hamstrings, good quads, psoas muscles, all of these internal um, organ, uh, the bottom wall, um, that women have issues with and, and understanding how all that works, you're going to end up having all of those issues, sciatic pain, low back pain, herniated discs, um, SI joint issues where there's instability or you get, and I'm not, we never really talked how you got your injury, but typically SI joint injuries or athletic, um, it's a shearing injury that occurs. Um, versus a knee and even low backs, which is rotation, there's always a specific type of injury that gets to this, gets to those. Because if you did look at the way that the anatomy is, there's so much covering that joint, yeah. but it does move. And um, I know when I first got into practice 30 some odd years ago, we always would hear, oh, sacroiliac joints don't move. I'm like, what creates that that rotation that when we when we walk i said yeah. what do you mean they don't move it's all coming from the hips from the femurs and i'm like no it's not it the pelvis moves how does a woman have a child yeah. if the pelvis didn't have the capacity to flex and move maybe it doesn't uh, move as as much as your neck does but <laughs> the amount of force that's being put on that l5 s1 uh, si joint yeah. Even little small movements is getting bombarded with. Well, that's know, because it's our base. It's, it's the our gravity. base too. Everything, yeah. yeah, we're coming down into. It's not meant to have as much mobility, like you said, of our neck. This is 15 pounds on a stick. But then we've got, what, 120 pounds of weight on this little vertebra yeah. <laughs> on another piece of bone like this pushing in an A-frame down into yeah. these femurs. It's all biomechanics. Yeah. So um, one of the things I do in my practice is I check for sacroiliac movement. And that's one of the, one of the tests. And I check to see the leg links and how's the body responding to how the sacrum is moving. And if the sacrum around that sciatic nerve that comes right underneath the piriformis muscle, it's all associated with that sacrum, that starts getting irritated, the body lifts up. It lifts up on that sacrum and it pulls the leg up. And I can see it when I look. I've gotten people from two to three inches short and they'll tell me, well, I've been told doctors are telling me I need to put lifts in because my legs are short. I said, unless you have an anatomically short leg, 
Do not put lifts in. Yeah. It's biomechanically off. You're make it worse. <laughs> You're going to make it worse. And that's exactly what happens to these people. Then their knees start hurting and then they femur heads start hurting. But we, when I look at that, I put drops. I use a drop table that pushes force right through that sacroiliac joint. And I can see how that SI joint is starting to pump and to move. I do leg extensions. And you can see they can barely get their leg up. We get SI joint movement and there it goes. So if you got that SI joint movement, then what's the next thing? You got that piriformis muscle right around that joint that wraps right over the sciatic nerve over to the femur. And if, if, if that's that all off, off yeah. and the piriformis <laughs> is off, guess what gets pissed off? The sciatic nerve. So it's, it's not complicated, but, we, but people try to make it complicated. Um, but that's why I think we are su so successful is because we, we get in there, we get the movement back in there. And then if it doesn't want to, to be consistent, and I tell patients, your body learns patterns. It learns biomechanical patterns. That's how we can hit baseballs. That's how we can do martial arts. Our body learns these patterns, good or bad. And so we're breaking that pattern. It's like turning off and turning on that circuit breaker. We got to break that neurologic pattern. We got to break that biomechanics pattern. The ligaments and tendons learn a pattern and they're going to flow. Same with the muscles. So if we can get the movement in there, then we can get the stabilization in there using decompression where I'm actually pulling in the right direction, those ligaments and tendons and the discs. Then we can start bringing more collagen in and then I do the laser, which helps heal it and speeds up that process. And then I start getting you doing wall squats. Then we get into kettlebells and you're doing planks and sit-ups and push-ups. And you can handle that. And then I get your trainer in there and we really start making you do the lunges and the core work and the burpees yeah. and all that fun stuff I don't like doing anymore. <laughs> exactly. And it's so crazy. You know, a lot of people, especially guys, don't think like that. They're like, if they even get an ounce of pain relief, they're like, oh, right back to the gym and do all my stuff. Right. No, 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 no. You got baby steps, yeah. baby steps back yeah. in there. Yeah. I, and I and and that's the thing I think for us as practitioners in any field is we got to understand I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather pull a stallion away from the water, you know, leading the horse to water. I'd rather pull that stallion away and hold on to it than try to push the donkey ass yeah. <laughs> to the water. It's like, you need to do this. You need to do this. And they're yeah. like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And that it takes too much energy. I'd much rather work with people that are motivated and I have to slow them down than try to motivate somebody to do something. So there are, you know, pros and cons to each. Well, there's nothing more motivating than being in a, a real amount of pain and then coming to you. Their ears are open now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the yeah. goal is to not have to get to that part. Well, you, you know, know, I have to tell you, though, I really love CrossFit because they really provide me a lot. That, of that's, that's what my physical <laughs> therapist says, too. <laughs> I'm like, you are not made to do clean and jerks. Yeah. You're a 110 pound woman. Do not try to do clean and jerks. You're going to screw up your back. It's hilarious. You're 40 plus. What are you doing? Who are you yes. trying to prove this to now? Yes. Yes. You. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've been there. Yeah, I was I doing know. martial arts. And I'm like, the fastest way to better health for me to do the martial arts is to do CrossFit. I'm like, what a dumbass move that was for me in my 50s. In like, my, God, yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. You know, just, just looking back, you know, going back in time for, for myself, 
you know, it was a, it was a pretty rough accident trip while holding heavy weight that blew out my joint. Okay. But looking back and x-rays from other chiropractors and doctors, I mean, you saw my L5S1 disc slowly deflating, which a lot of guys yeah. were top heavy, were rough sports, playing wrestling yep. and all that. But like you said, like, you know, a lot of us, more guys and I think girls don't really know pelvic tilt that much in that motion. Had I done a little bit more work on doing Before. that instead of heavy squats where you're leaning oh, forward yeah. a little bit, it's just too much pressure. And, and you can still do those things if you practice the other stuff too to rebalance it. But that well, obviously weakened is, it over time. Yeah, I was, a pow- I was a power lifter in high school and college for football. Yeah. You know, and I put 657 on my back doing bench squats. I was doing heavy, eight, yeah. 900 pound deadlifts back in the day. And had my you done mom, just even the slightest tailbone tuck could have taken 80% oh, of all the damage I, out. Yeah. And I have six lumbar vertebra. I have a sacralization of a lumbar. Oh. So I, I'm even less stable down there than most. And, and then what really ended up making me pay attention is when I was getting into those heavy deadlifts again, back in my late thirties, early forties, I started filling it my groin and I'm like, yep. I'm not going to get a herniation over this stuff. And no. I stopped, I'm done, you know? And, and I got guys still in their forties and fifties doing this. And I'm like, there's better tone ways. Down. Tone it down. <laughs> yeah, dude, you don't need to lift heavy yeah. to get benefit out of it, you know? So it's an education thing yeah. and it doesn't take some people that long to figure it out when they hurt themselves for the second or third time. And, you know, it's just part of our culture now with like sports and high levels of athleticism. I get it. You have to be stronger than the normal person and do these things. And they're not the greatest for your joints, but with the education and the right people around you, you do it this, as safely as possible, but your body is going to take some damage over time. But you know, thank God it's only from 20s to 30s, and then you shouldn't be playing professional sports anymore. Stop doing all this stuff. But, you know, the interesting thing is, is again, it comes down to that individual. Yeah. Because I know for myself, um, genetically, you know, I'm a lover, not a fighter. You know, I, do, I, I don't <laughs> want to beat myself up, but I've got patients in here in their mid-40s. They're friggin' specimens of athleticism. Yep. Uh, I got this one gentleman. He's a trainer. Uh, I do boxing with him. He, he was a, sem- he was a pro boxer and then he was going, um, to be a receiver for one pro team, blew out his knee or his shoulder, something happened and he didn't get in, but now he's doing competitive flag football. And the guy is, it's like four man or something like that. Yeah. And he comes in for lasers. I laser his shoulder and his knee and he goes, man, this is a miracle. I, I can't believe what I'm able to do now. My runs are faster, this and that. I did. I couldn't do that when I was 25. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so genetically, some of these people are made to do what they do. And yeah. others, you know, yeah. I feel really good riding my uh, townie bicycle. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm happy <laughs> with just the aesthetic looks that maybe I could be athletic again, but right. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I used to play competitive paintball, believe it or not. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. We, we were on a, a semi-pro team. We were looking at trying to push the Olympics to allow um, uh, speedball, paintball to be competitive. Yeah. I was working with some coaches back in my 30s. I was always the back guy because I couldn't run fast enough. Yeah. Hey, but you got you that know, laser eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you do these things, and then I could barely walk the next day. <laughs> you know, so it's like 
you got to find out what is the right thing to do for you. And as you get older, be nice to your body. You, yeah. you really don't need to kill yourself to be in shape. You don't have to do that. Exactly. No, I'm with you. Well, uh, very cool, Dr. Tom. Um, first, I'd just like to thank you being on our show. Um, and I wanted to uh, see what uh, what are the best way my audience can reach out to you. I know you just gave your email, but at any social media or website, you know, what, what can they do to get a hold of you? Yeah, our website is activelifereno.com. Uh, we also have activelifeneuro.com. Um, those are different um, landing pages for that one, particularly for peripheral neuropathy. And you can communicate through us um, through the website. You can definitely email us at info at activelifereno.com. Um, I've got staff that are looking at that and forward those to me. And then I scheduled time to talk to people. I'm very passionate about educating and giving people the information so they can make the right healthcare choices. Um, and then everyone knows my audience, I always put everything in the podcast description. So you don't have to write all this down. If you don't want to, you can just go on there and just click the link and send you right over to Dr. Tom. So, but uh, thanks again uh, for being on our show. Really uh, appreciate getting all these, uh, you know, experts in the field. And, and uh, that's, that's my passion is putting this out on the podcast world and get as uh, many, many subscribers as I can. Excellent.